<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. He is I. Thank you guys so much for being here with me today. I love you all. I appreciate you. We do this every Saturday. And so I want to thank you for your time and for your energy. I know you have many choices so thank you for being here with me today. Today we're talking about power and control. Mm-hmm. They're like brother and sister, twin sisters, twin brothers, etc., first cousins. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Power and control. I know a lot about these two drugs, as I call them, um, very highly addictive drugs. Um, I've had my time with power and I've had my time with control. And, you know... I had a life before living your truth with Tavares and I never, how do you say, I never forget where I came from. I know the things from my life before have shaped and helped me become who I am today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. <clears throat> so control. I've been called controlling in my earlier life. The trip was I didn't know I was being controlling. Now, I know that sounds... I don't know, not accountable, like, excuse me. <clears throat> Had to get some hydrogen rich water, shout life quenchers. Um, yeah, I've been told I was controlling before. The cold part about that is I didn't know I was being controlling until I was told I was being controlling. Usually when people are told that they're being controlling, they do something about it. In my case, in my earlier years, I did nothing about it. One, I didn't know what to do. Two, I felt judged. And three, I was going to use it to my advantage. And that, is, that was my approach to it. With power, you know, there are a lot of people who have power. Some abuse it, some don't. Some build for a better tomorrow with their power. Others are destructive. I was more on the destructive side of things earlier in my life. Power to me, um, again, represents control. Power is influence. Power is me making something happen when someone tells me I can't. Control, when I think about control, the first thing that comes to mind is self-control, which I lacked a lot of in my earlier years. Um, I moved with a lot of emotion, a lot of it. And we'll save that for another episode, but I did. And that would get me in trouble. My way of flexing my power at times in my earlier years was, you know, being argumentative, being loud, being destructive. 
I definitely leaned on being destructive quite a bit. And what I mean by that is punching holes in the wall. Mm -hmm. I'd seen my friends do it um, over the years. I've seen uncles do it. So to me, it was like, take it out on some drywall. That wasn't healthy. Still isn't healthy today. I don't condone it. It's not cool. What's cool is self-control. That's what's cool. Sexy even. Not ooh, baby, ooh, baby sexy, but like, you know, refining, you know? And it's great when there are people who are in power and control doing the right things, right? And leading people. See, if you're in a position where you are an authoritative figure, you're a leader, people are counting on your guidance, they look to you for guidance and assistance and help, please don't abuse that. See, it's hard enough for people to ask for help. I never really was into asking for help. It took me a long time to get to a place where I was okay with doing that, you know? And so in my earlier years, when I was trying to find out who I was, you know, in and out of relationships, um, a lot of that would come up. Power and control, those two words would come up. And look, it's never good when people are like, oh my God, you're controlling. Never good. So if people are telling you that, or if you know someone who's being told that, or if you're telling someone that, I hope that person really takes heed to what's being said to them because I should have. I really should have. I really feel like, you know, I I just would have been a better person growing up. I mean, I wasn't like horrible. However, I had, you know, I had an attitude. I had a streak about me, you know, especially if I thought that you were trying to get over on me. Ho, 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 ho. I was coming for you first. No doubt about it. I got many fights growing up, you know, usually with guys bigger than me, which I didn't really care because I had the big mouth. Right. That was me flexing my power. And there is good and bad sides to having power. There's good and bad sides to having control. Understanding one's power to me is respecting that power identifying with who you are so that you understand exactly what you're capable of. You don't want that to come out at the wrong time or in the wrong setting, right? Right. You want to be able to be in control of that. See, I had to learn about self-control simply put through trial and error. I didn't have a dad growing up. I mean, I met the dude once. We talked a few times growing up. I think he met one of my daughters. And let me see. I believe the last time we talked... Let me see. One of the last times I hung up on him and the very last time I cussed him out on his answering machine and called him a coward. That was the last time like there's ever been any type of transmission between him and I. That was me flexing my power because I was pissed off at the fact that one, I was abandoned by you, by you. See, it's difficult enough to deal with that issue by itself, but to then to then lay eyes on that person. And so, yeah, that was me flexing my power. I wanted him to know. Even though I was hurt, I was going to flex my power. Even though I was in pain, I was going to flex my power. And even though I felt abandoned by him, I was going to flex my power because that was how I was able to protect myself. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. We'll be right back. Sit tight, we're paying some bills, and we'll be right back. 
Hey, you guys, Tavares here from Living Your Truth Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody who is on social media showing love. If you've liked a picture on Instagram or you liked a post on Facebook or Twitter, I see y'all. We appreciate it over here. Absolutely appreciate it because that's your time and that's your energy. Please also be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast at. That is important. I want everyone to have access to the show and I don't want you guys to miss any of the upcoming episodes ever. Set your alerts. Be sure to follow. We will follow back. Believe that. I will follow back. I will make sure. Okay. Excuse me. And real quick, I don't want to act like things aren't happening over in Ukraine. Things are happening and they're bad. So I just want to send love and to let Ukraine know we stand with them. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. And thank you again for being here with us on this lovely Saturday. We are talking about power and control. I'm going to get right back into it because, look, there's also, look, a lot of people are in positions of power. Officers, lawyers, teachers, doctors, um, city councilmen and women, sports figures, etc. Right? Right. And I believe they have a responsibility when they're in you know, when they're holding so much of that power and that control. And we like to see it when it looks like it's being respected. That's why, you know, power for me, if you're in a position of influence and you're able to do greater good right now, I'm all about that. Now, I haven't always been about that because I often would use my power to manipulate the situation. Here's an example. When I was promoting at the nightclub, I quickly found out, you know, How much power, well, it appeared to be power, (laughs) but how much of that power, you know, I appeared to have. And so I was able to manipulate the flow of the crowd who I wanted to be in the VIP uh, on in line or on the list to get up inside. I could control, you know, kind of like the kind of people that were going to be in the party. Right. Like if I wanted the particular vibe in the party, that was again, that's power. Right. And that's me manipulating power. And I was also able to make money, extra money with that power, because if you wanted A and I could give you B, then you were going to pay me C. Follow me? Okay. So power and control, again, they're related. Damn near Siamese twins. If you hear about power, control is not too far behind. Control with me, one, I don't like being controlled, nor do I like having, you know, someone having power over me. However, I've had to fall in line, right? I've been on organized sports teams, right? Yeah. See, when you're in that environment, it is okay to allow someone's power to be, you know, I guess, at the head of the class instead of your own because you're in a position where you're learning. So in that particular environment, it's okay. Same with control. It's like a head coach. The head coach has the power to call the plays, but he must have control of his men or his women in order for them to execute said plays. You can't have one without the other. Otherwise, you're going to have a huge mess on the field. So coaches, yeah, they got the power and the control. But make no mistake, 
the players got to buy in. They got to buy into the coach. If the coach's power or control isn't respected or highly regarded, well, the coach has no action. He can't make anybody move or do a damn thing. And so there you have a clear understanding of the respect of power. And look, the coach respects the power of the players, too. That's why he's a coach and that's why they're the players. And they got to be open to being controlled in that way. When it comes to organized sports, you have to be open to being controlled in that way because it's a team sport. Collectively, we win this thing. There's no I in team. That's why when you see or hear about players, you know, kind of going rogue and, you know, going prima donna ish um, or esque, that's what people think about. Like, there's no I in team, bro. Like, what are you doing? And so you got to respect the power. Like, you got to respect the control. Now, there's ugly sides of power, ugly sides of it, where it can rile up the wrong kind of people. And, of course, the same thing with control. I shared with you guys when it came to control with myself. I often was told that I was being controlling and didn't realize it. But again, didn't do anything to correct it either because I felt, well, now I got one up on you. This is how I used to think. Please keep that in mind. How I think now, it's not even close because I understand who I am now. I'm not making excuses for what I did. I own everything I've done. That's how I'm that's why I'm able to be here with you guys today. And it's still like every day is a grind. I don't give myself the luxury of forgetting a lot of things that I've done in my past. I don't harp on them, but I definitely don't forget about them because that's how I stay accountable and present even today. It's a good way for me to keep my feet firmly on the ground. With me, for example, in collaborations, right? On teams, doing things with teams and whatnot. When it comes to creating, I know naturally I have a dominating personality. So I know when it comes to the planning aspect of something, I could naturally organically take the lead or appear to be taking the lead. And then that quickly can easily turn into, oh, he thinks he's in control of this. See, that's people's perception, but that's also me giving off that vibe. That's a natural leader vibe. That's just me. Like when my daughters or friends or anyone talks to me about an idea, like a business idea, one thing I'm very good at is unpacking that idea and giving them a complete visual of just their idea. Like from say a marketing perspective or from like a promoting, like I can give them, okay, do this, do that, do this. You can do this. You can do that. You can look like this. Here's your logo. And they'll be like, damn, you saw all that in like five minutes. Again, as a creative, it just comes naturally. But I have to respect not only my power, but those around me, like like minded folks, because I want to hear their opinions and I want to hear their ideas. And all of those things are valuable and very important to me as their teammate. Like with my wife, Amber, we collaborate on a whole bunch of things and I'm still learning even just now, like today, I'm learning to listen better and to be patient, more patient. And I'm telling myself this even as we're in a conversation. She doesn't know this. She will now because she listens to the show. But um, that's what I do to keep myself present, to keep myself engaged in that space because I don't want to come off like a know-it-all. I'm definitely skilled and experienced and very smart, but I'm also a team player. 
And so a part of understanding the power and control, um, I guess, spectrum as it relates to me, because I know my personality, um, it's a great thing. It's a good thing. It's a healthy thing for me to be that aware of what I bring to the table and how it can make other people feel. I'm very aware of how I am able to make people feel. That's that's me identifying with my power. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. We'll be right back. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. And thank you for being here with me today. Love y'all. Love y'all so much. I see you over there. I see you. I see you too. And hello to you all. Hello. Today, we are talking about power and control. And, well, hmm, control. Look, respect others. Don't try to control anybody. Don't do it. Not a good look, not necessary, and it's not going to work. Um, I know that from experience, I know that through trial and error and I've, you know, people have tried to control, look, the law has tried to control me and it didn't work out so well. (laughs) I can laugh about that now, but that wasn't always the case. That wasn't always the case. See, when you have those bad vibes associated with you or affiliated with you, it's not a good look. People knowing that you either are a power tripper or they know that you like to be like controlling and not just like in a relationship, like with the opposite sex, just the vibe that you like to be controlling. People don't want no part of that. So if you know somebody out there right now or if this perhaps relates to you like it has related to me in the past, fix it. Cut it out. It's not worth it. Look, for me, me... For me, that stemmed from me being selfish. It stemmed from me, you know, coming from a background where power and control was how we were raised. My mom is a single mother, four children, and she had to keep us in line while she was at work. And so she would enlist the help of my oldest sister, Monique. Shout Monique. What's up, mom? And so that those were my early examples of how power and control worked. Now, it wasn't until much later where, again, as I said earlier, it wasn't until someone told me I was doing it. And then I was like, huh. Like I said, most people go and try to, you know, mitigate that. Not me. I fed right into it because I recognized the tool. I recognized, okay, this thing could be effective. Hmm, this feels good. What is this? Oh, yeah, power. Sweet. Let's get more of this. That was my mindset well off into my 20s, even the promoting world, getting into my music career. I mean, look, in the entertainment industry, power and control, that that in itself is a whole flex because power is influence. And a part of being an artist is you are going after that influence. You're going after that spot. You're going after that vibe that captivates people. Now, I didn't get into music to captivate people, per se. I did through or for expression and of course the monetary value given there was going to be one 
But my love for the arts right now is love. Like, it's not driven nor motivated by money. If anything, it's motivated by my ability to be such a talented creator. So, another conversation, another episode, but you understand where I'm going with it. And so, I'm going to tell you what's sexy. And I said it earlier in this show. Self-control. People like that. I've blown it in business meetings. I've blown it on radio interviews because I allowed, yep, the power to flex. See, my ego was bruised. And my ego was like, oh, uh uh-uh, let's get them. And sure enough, the super ego was like, get them. And so here comes the flex. It's not a good look when you have been affiliated or associated with things that have gone bad because of a bad attitude or you couldn't have no self-control. Okay? So if you know somebody or if you are that somebody, my man or woman, knock it off. There's no future in it. I'm not saying to knock it off because I'm saying it. I'm saying because if you want a better version of you to come out, yeah, you may want to work on that. Like I had to work on me. The only reason I'm able to be in this space and be this version of myself is because I had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You've all heard me say it before. This is all about inclusion, not exclusion. So transparency is what I'm moving with. Some things I'm going to say y'all may or may not like. Either way, it's okay with me. This is my truth. It can't be contested nor argued. I'm sharing it because... I'm going through a self-evolution right now. This is a very special moment in time, not only for me, but for you all as well. Because somebody out there somewhere right now is struggling. They are having a very hard time identifying with who they are. They are trying to figure it out. Maybe they're drinking. Maybe they're doing some blow. Maybe they're smoking too much. I don't know. But I can associate or I can identify with All of those things. And yeah, I was once associated with all of those things as well. So the struggle can be real, especially when you feel like you have no control. Remember, there's levels to this. Power good, power bad. Control good, control bad. See, when you don't have any control and you feel powerless, people get desperate. They get dangerous. Things happen. I mentioned earlier I had been in physical altercations growing up as a young adult and as an adult. When you feel another person's physical power, let me tell you something about that. You know life is really real. When someone's trying to do you harm and you have to defend yourself. And this is back in the days when, you know, when we could actually box, you know, put some gloves on and, you know, step into the ring or just go toe to toe on the street. Nowadays, not so much. Another conversation, (laughs) another episode. So respecting the physical power, respecting the power of another human being who is eye to eye with you. You know, there's more to be said with self-control than anything else. People will trust me. They'll catch your drift. It's a vibration that comes off of you. See, It took me a long time to learn that the loudest one in the room was usually the weakest one in the room because 
the loudness of that individual was, well, a deflection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A deflection. Just trying to, almost like a smoke screen. See, I had to learn a lot of tough lessons. I'm grateful and thankful of them. I could say that now. Going through them, it sucked, period. But power and control has always been a part of my... How do you say backstory? Always, always. And I was praised when the power was, you know, in play to do good things. And I was, well, put in jail when I didn't respect the power of the law and I didn't let them control me. Right. Right. You follow me. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. We'll be right back. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important. And many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah. And can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day. We all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. And thank you so much again for being here with me today. I know you have many choices, so thank you. I love you all. I see y'all out there. I see you too, and thank you right there. We are talking about power and control. Look, let me put this into another uh, vibe y'all can connect to. Alcohol. When it comes, and look, I've been very transparent about my struggles, and I'm going to continue to be because I know that there are so many people right now who struggle with stopping to drink. And I can only imagine, I mean, look, I've been there. So I know how many, I failed over 200 times. That's the type of power and control alcohol had over me. And make no mistake, I allowed it. It's not like alcohol came in like knocking at my door. What's up, fool? I'm about to control you. No, it wasn't that. Started drinking young, you know, little beer, little 40, no big deal. We all saw Minister Society. <laughs> I'm just saying. The movie made it look cool. Anyways, young age started up and I mean, I recall the feeling, like the first buzz, like what that felt like, the power there. That was pretty dope, right? That hella euphoric. I'm like, oh yeah, this feels great. You know, I was feeling myself way too much probably, right? And again, that's the falsehood of alcohol. But I was powerless against it for many years. It controlled 
I allowed it to control, excuse me, every aspect of my life for many years. And what I mean by every aspect, I'm talking about if we were going on vacation, if it was a weekend getaway, if it was a two week getaway, if it was national internet, it didn't matter. In my head, I was already mapping out when and where I was going to have my first drink. And if I thought my first drink wasn't going to be for a while, well, shoot, I just went to the liquor store around the corner and had me a couple before we hit the airport. So the control and the power element when it came to alcohol, I lost and kept losing for a long time. There are levels to power. There are levels to control. It's not always a bad, ugly thing. It could be a great thing, too. Like if your team wins the Super Bowl. Hello. Imagine the kind of power and control it takes to be that consistent to win a Super Bowl. That's a lot. See that we respect that. We honor that. We love that. For anyone out there right now who's in a position of leadership or, you know, you're an authoritative figure, you're guiding people. I said it earlier on this show. If you are in that position right now, please respect your power. Respect your position so that you can bring up others around you. Give people something to talk about in a good way. Give people something to point to and say, you know what? That's what greatness looks like. There's many people who have the power, who have the control, and they abuse it like I used to. That's not okay. I've had to rebuild myself through trial and error. That's how I'm able to be here now. And it's also because I own it. And not just because I say it, I actually walk that joint. I do things that are conducive to me being a better human being. And I do things in support of anything that I once was nasty or offensive about. Because it wasn't cool then and it sure the hell isn't cool now. You know, I've been around, I've done some things. And what I've learned about myself over the years is that I had to put down power and control for a while just to really understand who I was before I could pick it back up because with either one of those comes great responsibility. I mean, when you look at some of the most successful businessmen and women in the world and not just the billionaires, but the millionaires or just simply just the successful people, um, it takes an extreme amount of discipline to be successful at anything you do. I don't care if you're a garbage man. I don't care if you're a plumber. I don't care what it is. Whatever it is, be the best at it. Because I understand the kind of discipline that it, that, that it takes to do what you actually want to do. There's a great amount of power that comes with creating your own opportunities. There's a great amount of control that comes with creating your own opportunities. I truly believe these two drugs that are made within our bodies are there to help to promote the next generation of whether that be scientists, creatives, firemen, policemen and women, uh, sports figures, sports casters, analysts and players, whatever the case is. Let's do what we can to make it better for them. Not necessarily easier for them, but To make it better for them. And a lot of that comes from great representations of power and control. Because we already know how nasty and how bad things can get when those two elements are abused. 
if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at livingyourtruthwithtavarispodcast at gmail.com. If you are on Twitter, please follow us at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. Thank you all so very much. Look, I got to share something with you guys. This is how real, scratch that, this is how authentic and organic and how much power and control we are in today. Earlier show, I had taped it. However, I had my Bluetooth speaker connected. So I had been in the studio and I did a whole show before this show I'm doing right now. I chose to come right back into the studio and redo the show immediately. Now, I could have imploded and folded up. But being that we just did an episode on power and control, what would I look like just giving up? Yeah, exactly. So I came back in and I sat down because I knew I had the power to do it. And I knew I was more than capable of having the self-control to get it done without any issue. And guess what, y'all? We did it and we did it together. So be very proud of yourself. Until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Emotions, yours and mine. This might get a little heavy. On the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk. What's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. If they knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound, don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is living your truth with Tavares.